Welcome back to the Fireside with me, your host, Ken Y. Tonight I'll be reading another Grimm's fairy tale, as you probably would have guessed, because this series so far has been strictly about the Grimm's fairy tales. Tonight's story I'll be reading to you comes after a very interesting story that was called not that the 12 brothers tonight's story however is called the pack of ragamuffins that title alone sounds exciting let's dive in the pack of ragamuffins the cock once said to the hen it is now the time when our nuts are ripe so let us go to the hill together and for once eat our fill before the squirrel takes them all away. Yes, replied the hen. Come and we shall have some pleasure together. Then they went away to the hill, and because it was a bright day they stayed till evening. Now I do not know whether it was that they had eaten until they were too fat, or whether they had become proud, but they would not go home on foot, and the cock had to build a little carriage of nutshells. When it was ready, the little hen seated herself in it and said to the cock, You can just harness yourself to it. Ha! I like that, said the cock. I would rather go home on foot than let myself be harnessed to it. No, that is not our bargain. I do not mind myself being coachman and sitting on the box, but I will not drag it myself. As they were thus disputing, a duck quacked at them. You thieving folks, who told you to go to my nut hill? Well, you shall suffer for it, and ran with open beak at the cock. But the cock also was not idle, and fell boldly on the duck, and at last wounded her so with his spurs that she begged for mercy and willingly let herself be harnessed to the carriage as punishment. The little cock now seated himself on the box and was coachman, and thereupon they went off in a gallop with, Duck, go as fast as you can. When they had driven a part of the way, they met two foot passengers, a pin and a needle. They cried, Stop! Stop! and said that it would soon be as dark as a pitch, and then they could not go a step further, and that it was so dirty on the road, and asked if they could not get into the carriage for a while. They had been at a tailor's tavern by the gate, and had stayed too long over the beer. As they were thin and did not take up much room, the cock let them both get in, but they had to promise him and his little hen not to step on their feet. Late in the evening they came to an inn, and as they did not like to go further by night, and as the duck was also not strong on her feet, and fell from one side to the other, they went in. The host at first made many objections. His house was already full, and he thought that they could not be very distinguished persons. But at last, as they made pleasant speeches, and told him that they should have the egg which the little hen had laid on the way, and should likewise keep the duck, which laid one every day, he at length said that they might stay the night. And now they had themselves well served, and they feasted and caroused. Early in the morning, when day was breaking and everyone was asleep, the cock awoke the hen, brought the egg, pecked it open, and they ate it together. But they threw the shell on the hearth. Then they went to the needle, which was still asleep, took it by the head, and stuck it into the cushion of the landlord's chair, and put the pin in his towel. And at last, without more ado, they flew away over the heath. The duck, who liked to sleep in the open air, had stayed in the yard, heard them going away, made herself merry, and found a stream, down which she swam, which was a much quicker way of traveling than being harnessed to a carriage. The host did not get out of bed for two hours after this. He washed himself and wanted to dry himself. Then the pen went over his face and made a red streak from one ear to the other. After this, he went into the kitchen and wanted to light a pipe. But when he came to the hearth, 
The eggshell darted into his eyes. This morning, everything attacks my head, said he, and angrily sat down on his grandfather's chair, but he quickly started up again and cried, woe is me, for the needle had pricked him still worse than the pin and not in the head. Now he was thoroughly angry and suspected the guests who had come so late the night before, and when he went and looked about for them, they were gone. Then he made a vow to take no more ragamuffins into his house, for they consume much, pay for nothing, and play mischievous tricks as thanks. That was not so grim as much as it was just what a bunch of mean animals <laughs> that that poor that poor insman he, he was just he was just trying to be be polite give him a place to stay and 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 then they played tricks he learned his lesson the hard way and i think that's the story there thank you once again for joining me here tonight by the fireside i have been your host ken y if you enjoyed your stay Please like, subscribe, and comment on the video. Give me some feedback if you'd like, or tell me what your favorite part of the story was. If you're listening to this on any of the podcast services, be sure to follow the podcast so that you know when the next episode drops. I've had a great time tonight. This was a fun story, and I can't wait for the next one. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Cheers.